The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find you were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk about the Google Helpful Content Update. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who is the co-founder and CEO of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale their organic search traffic and educate their team. So far this week, Jordan and I have talked about the announcement of Google's helpful content update. And yesterday, we talked about the impact it's had on SEO or lack thereof. And today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about how the helpful content update should change your SEO strategies. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the co-founder and CEO of Previsible. Jordan, it's your turn, buddy. We do this all the time. I've been ringing the bell with every alarm, sounding the alarm. You take a turn this time. I don't have much of an alarm, Ben. It's more like a ding, 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 ding kind of a sound, you know. That's actually how the helpful content announcement has been. <laughs> Exactly. We've been waiting for the big alarm. We've been waiting for the... That's right. That's what we've been waiting for. It's just a ding. It's more of like a... Yeah, yeah. Google wrote an announcement. It's like the soft sound of your iPhone getting a text message. (laughs) Google wrote this big announcement how SEOs need to stop 
doing bad things and stop trying to write with the algorithm. And you know what? Uh, then they didn't do anything. Nothing. And they, uh, nothing. But your prediction that we talked about yesterday was that Armageddon is coming after Labor Day, that Google's basically giving all the SEOs a little respite. They're, uh, they're going to go get to have a Last Supper, and then the world's going to turn upside down, what, next Tuesday? That's right. And so, you know, here we are sitting in the middle. So, Jordan, going in advance of your prediction of SEO Armageddon on Tuesday, what do you suggest SEOs do now to modify their strategies that can mitigate the negative impact that the helpful content update will have? This is a, a really fascinating question, largely because right now we don't have a ton of information about what Google's specifically targeting outside of what they've shared in their announcements, which basically is everything that's on the internet. So that makes things a little challenging from a strategic point of view. But there are a few things that I do want to point out that I genuinely think can help SEOs that are impacted by this update, or if, if parts of this update really start to manifest themselves, is we really need to be thinking about the entire ecosystem of our pages and not just think about content as an isolated facet of the page, but really start to comprehend what's the full intention of a page. And so I think that's one of the more missing components. And if you, if you look at a lot of the statements by Google, I think they're really attacking these scenarios where you have bottom of the fold, below the footer text, you've got a really useless embedded content modules, and or you have tabs, there's like a page that has like seven tabs and, and tabs five, six, and seven all have content on them, but nothing else does. These are experiences that are intended exclusively for the purpose of bolstering content on a page when the experience probably is manifested without all of that. And so ultimately, the first thing that I would advise is spend some time really thinking about what the full intention and experiences of this page and why you're publishing it. All right. So I used to run a website called strumschool.com. It was beautiful. Taught guitar students how to play guitar badly. <laughs> Wasn't a great experience. Wasn't run by a very smart person, me. And uh, a, a lot of what we did was build out these tabs that somebody would go to a page about how to play a specific song and we'd have a video of the song and then we'd have a description and some information about who the author was and we'd have the guitar chords and we'd have the discography of the artist and we'd have and we'd have and we'd have and we'd have. And, we'd have. and there were several different tabs because I wanted as much relevant content related to this one song. We wanted that page to rank for the song so anybody who was interested in it or learning how to play guitar would find that page. Now, some of that content is really useful. I want to play Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. Okay, great. The guitar tab is right there for you. That's great. Now, maybe you don't need Van Morrison's entire discography, but it seems a little relevant. It seems like Google is basically punishing the content creators for this type of experience toward just shoehorning more content onto a page, but there still is relevant stuff there. So how do you figure out what is relevant 
when you've got these sort of broad, diverse experiences like I was trying to create with strumschool.com. That's, I think, the crux of this challenge, right, is that in many cases, the experience that's being created isn't some sort of spammy, um, disingenuous approach to the user. I think the, the idea that many content authors, web publishers, and SEOs have by doing what you just described, which is adding discography and lyrics and, and all this information and videos, is to provide what I liked, what a lot of people in the SEO community call this holistic experience on a page. Maybe we got a little overboard on it, no doubt. Maybe there's a contraction that needs to be had where we all reflect on what's the main utility of this particular page within the experience of our site. And that could be an important component to the learnings that Google is trying to to persuade in helping all of us better understand what is quote unquote helpful content. The reality here, and I think cutting to the chase, right, and getting to the point, Ben, is that there is no real clear picture right now as to what Google's going to go after. But from a strategy standpoint, if you're an SEO, the first thing you want to be thinking about is what do I need to cut out? Because you're likely going to rebound from a drop like this, from a helpful content update, by removing components that provide no benefit to users. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Okay, so let's play this out and let's talk a little bit about the timing. I could start cutting things now, but I'm not sure what Google is going to think is helpful and what Google is going to think is unhelpful content. Do you try to take a first stab before Armageddon next week or... Do you just leave things as they are and then try to revise once you've seen the results happen? Oh, that's a good question, Ben. I really think that this is a scenario that is highly dependent on what is that component that's on the page and how long it's been there and what is the page's intended purpose. So the reality is that if you published a blog post just for the sake of publishing it because you thought that you could get a whole bunch of traffic from Google and it's a highly irrelevant blog post to the rest of your website, 
there's a good chance that that blog post is going to go to zero clicks the next time when this update is released. So let me give you a really concrete example. Okay, hang on. But if that page goes to zero click before you even get to the example, doesn't matter if I cut it or not. It's going to zero. So if I cut it, it's zero. And if I don't cut it, it's zero. Correct. Now, the beauty of the situation is your likelihood of improving traffic to the remaining pages that get traffic is to remove that page. Now, you could wait for Google to give you that signal and say, hey, we cut you to zero. Or you could evaluate it over time, see that maybe it's degraded in traffic over the years. Let's say you have a website that is focused on home repair and you have a post that is dedicated to how to get a license as a general contractor. The theme of that general contractor blog post isn't really part of the core ethos of learning how to do home repair. And so that might go to zero. And to improve the rest of your home repair blog posts, you might have to cut out the how to get a license that has an affiliate link to some sort of random license selling company and focus more wholly on your actual core business, which is home repair. I guess I still go back to my last question is, do you cut in advance or do you wait till after? And from what I'm hearing from you is take the hit, see what Google punishes, kill those pages, and then try to figure out where to go from there. There's no benefit for cutting content when you don't know what Google is going to think is helpful or not. For example, the home repair use case you had, maybe Google says, you know, it's useful for home repair. People actually want to know how to become their own general contractor. That could be useful. General contractors are related to home repair. Sure. Wonderful. To me, like you're better served just waiting and seeing as opposed to modifying your strategies before anything happened, because you might be cutting content that Google thinks is actually useful relative to your brand. Unless you're just totally negligent and you've been creating content that is total art, totally arbitrary. To me, the strategy here is wait and see, wait for Armageddon, see what actually has a severe decrease, make the decision to cut those pages. And then the question is, okay, then what? All right, I've been punished. Google slapped my hands and said, no more general contractor pages on your home repair site, and all of the traffic from those pages is gone. Well, now what do I do? I mean, this is the interesting piece. So to answer your first piece, right, the decision of when is really tough because it's always going to be a circumstance of what the events are for your website, what the history of the traffic to those pages are, and what your expectation is going to be as Google releases not just this helpful content update, but probably there's going to be many future content-related updates and content quality-related updates. So if you're seeing parts of your site suffer and those parts to your website are not highly relevant to your core business, you should really take a step back and evaluate, regardless of what happens with this update. So that's the first piece to your question, Ben. The second piece to your question here is, what do you do if you've taken that hit and you've seen this drop off from Google? You got whacked from this helpful content update. How do you recover? What's the recovery plan? Well, the first thing that you really want to do is go and look at what components of your site are still getting traffic. What is the makeup of those pages and how do those pages differ from the ones that suffered the most? Whether it's based on a template, whether it's based on a type of content, 
whether it's based on a feature or an experience or an embed. One of the things we're seeing a lot of are sites that embed reviews from other third-party sources. These are sites that have been suffering now for quite a while because Google's been on a very specific attack on useless and irrelevant reviews. So that's a good example of evaluating where are those reviews? Do we want to have those pages? Get rid of those or get rid of that experience and then try to maintain a more clean experience overall. All right. So at the end of the day, the strategy here for me is you wait, you figure out what Google thinks is irrelevant, but you also get a chance to look at what Google thinks is relevant. There's going to be some winners here. SEO is a zero sum game. So bad performers, useless content is going to be punished. How do you think Google is going to reward people that have been creating helpful content? How can you create more? Oh boy, that's an interesting question and and a concept that I think a lot of websites, small and large, are going to want to really explore after this release is the strategy by which we're using to produce content an effective one. And are the data points that we're using to create content useful? We are always saying that word count, it is not a, a law or a commandment. It is a suggestion and a recommendation to an expert writer. And so if we say you should write 1,200 words, it doesn't mean that there better be exactly 1,200.0001 words on the page. It means that it's probably a good idea to have some substantial amount of content and it's going to be more than one sentence. So the reality is that there's a little bit of common sense that needs to be applied when we look at some of these KPIs and we use data to justify creating content. And Google, in this helpful content update, they use examples, many examples, including word count specifically or keyword density-related topics specifically as they announce this update. So keep in mind that it's not just about changing what content you have. It may also require change in the process, change in the resources, change in the data that you use to produce content. It's a brand new world starting, well, according to Jordan Cooney, next Tuesday. Because Google is making sure that your content is more helpful. And if you've been creating useless content all along, SEOs, shame on you to begin with. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, co-founder and CEO of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. 
So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.